Hello, everyone. Happy 2019. We hope this podcast finds you well. <laughs> so I can't even say it without a straight face. Kind, re- <laughs> with a kind regards. <laughs> warmly. That's what? my new one. Warmly is like, yeah. You say warmly? Well, if I kind of, I don't know, like if I'm emailing somebody's grandma. Warm regards. No, you don't say warm regards. I've seen warm regards. That, you, say, you say that for festive. That's like with your I don't know the, how hot I chocolate about, and mulled wine I don't is warm know how regards. I feel about regards being warm. Like, I don't want moist regards. I don't want warm wow. regards. Just like leave just wow. no adjectives. I saw a really good meme the other day that was like, and I think I'm going to potentially put this in my email signature, Ooh. which was, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, not direct quote. Sure. But it was, thank you for your email. Uh, please note that between now until I respond, this email will haunt me. Have a wonderful day. Because <laughs> it does, right? Like, oh, emails so just real. sit there and you're like, ooh. That is so real. Mm-mm-mm. I feel like we should start every episode with a diatribe about emails. And a meme? Beginnings and ends of them. Or, yeah, meme of the week. week well, week, 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 we week. are in a really good place because... Uh, in 2019, oh. we're going to see the merger of the three biggest platforms in the world. WhatsApp, oh Facebook, God. and Instagram why are they... merging into one. I don't know why they keep giving us things that we didn't know. Who asked for this? I... Oh, God. Do you know what we did ask for that's coming that's more exciting than that? Is it... No, I don't. I always get nervous when you ask me questions because I never know where you're going. <laughs> Moana 2. Wait, what? Moana, the movie. I never watched Moana 1. Oh, it's great. I've heard. I've dude, the only. I, watched, I think it's the first Disney movie that doesn't have a male character as the kind of the whole challenge of the movie. Wait, doesn't Frozen have women? Yeah, but there's still a dude in it. She ends up with a dude in the end, I think. Oh, you mean there's no love story? Yes, it's uh, about her okay. and her cultural heritage and finding her space and leadership and like overcoming these big obstacles. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving it away, but please go watch Moana. I was gonna say, is that a spoiler alert? <laughs> I, oh, well, congratulations. Sorry, I, I have no emotion toward this because I never watched the first one, but I'm happy for you. Thank you. Okay. And yeah. every child under the age of 12. Okay. Congrats to all. I hope Moana 2 finds you well. <laughs> um, Addie, what yes, has ma'am. happened? Woo! Chile. <laughs> Chile. <laughs> You've heard that though, right? No. Chile. What? Oh, we will find the quote and insert it, or the clip and insert it. So there's this... Uh, White woman uh-huh. talking to her, I, and I think they're in college. We'll find we'll find the clip. Uh, but there was this white woman in college talking to uh, what seems to be her bestie, who's like mm. a black guy, uh-huh. uh, and she calls him. I think it, I think it's some, like on Skype or FaceTime, and she's like, "I'm trying to figure out what this spells. Like, what does this mean? And I know, like, is it what or is it woo, Chile? You know what that is? C H. I L E. Yeah. How would you say that? Well, it's not Chile. <laughs> what is it? Well, like child. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, means child. Yeah. 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 The ghetto. She was yeah. convinced that Chile was not the wrong part in that. Uh, it was the how you pronounce how the emphasis you put on woo. Wait, what? So how did she say it? So insert clip here. Oh God. <laughs> woo Chile. <laughs> so now I've adopted that. I appreciate Me and many others. I'm down with it. Um, but I said that just because I know that we're about to have a kind of difficult conversation. Uh, um, yeah. What has happened in the beginning of the year, Addy? Uh, well, so mm, what can I say that hasn't already been said? So 2019, I feel really good about. I've felt really good about 2019 for a really long time, like since late last year. And I refuse to let the terrorists and the fascists steal my joy. So <laughs> I will continue with, I will start with break. Holidays were lovely. Winter was mild. And which meek. was beautiful because after last year, I sat my parents down and I said, y'all might not see me at Christmas again because what I cannot do anymore is 20 degree weather. I don't know what that is in Celsius. Please do the math. But 20 Fahrenheit is below freezing. So I know it's below zero. Ooh. Anywho. Saw, I didn't really catch up with too many people. The focus was family. I wanted to spend as much time as possible with my parents. Watched a few movies, though. Amazing. Uh, Any highlights? And they were really expensive to do that. It was like $13. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Before the popcorn. Yes. Woo Chile. (laughs) 
this. Oh, God, you're going to make this a thing. It's already a thing. It's oh, on the internet. Oh, no. Okay, yes. Woo, Chile, indeed. Um, and, yeah, so watched two movies, spent time with the family, and then came back relatively late for January compared to previous years. And I think that's my new strategy moving forward. Because this January has literally been the quickest January on record. Quickest, then the longest, then now back to the quickest. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was it was lovely. I have absolutely no complaints. It was a really great way to start the year. I did all the shopping. Ooh, I should tell you. Okay, so listeners, I'm not really a real adult. I should probably just preface this by <laughs> this whole conversation. Your girl has been using St. Ives face wash. <laughs> Sorry. Ever since college. So like, Addy. let's say, mm, like, 13 years. I have a serum for absolutely everything. Yeah. I, I, me, I do not. So I just realized I was yesterday years old when I found out that apparently St. Ives is horrible for your skin. And the environment. Yes, because of the microbeads. The microbeads. Yes. And mind you, I have two environmental degrees. I was being a mess. But it's fine. I've been using St. Ives. Ever since I can remember. And following And your skin looks great. You know what that is? God. God and my mother. Yes. And genetics. Thanks, Mom. Genetics. If you're listening, you're a real one. Um, so I realize, I've been told by two people I'm very close to that that's a problem, which I didn't know. And I've now gone from two products to five. And yeah, because I, you never go one to two. You go yeah, one yeah. to 20. And now I have gone from like... 15 seconds of a routine to like a whole 25, which means I have to like budget accordingly, figure out like what I, like when do I brush my teeth? Cause I have stuff on my face and like, what do I use that extra 15 minutes when I'm waiting for retinol to dry? What Ooh, a, I you're know. You're in retinol I, land. I know. I'm only put that on at night. I know. Because and it's sunscreen. Yes. And every twice, I do it twice every other night. I don't do it every night. Good. Okay. I got you, girl. I've been got. Okay. My friends got me. Okay. Um, shout out Nardis and Nubia. Your criticisms were well healed, heated. Um, so yes, I new skin, new year, new skin. I'm still ridiculous, however. I'm still a clown, but my skin. And this is the thing. Not only did I use St. Ives, I, used, I put cocoa butter on my skin after the St. Ives. So the verdict on cocoa butter is not out, though. But this is the thing. Because it's that oil-based and very moisturizing. So I thought that's what I was doing this whole time because I realized that after St. Ives it was a little dry, so I just self-medicated and put cocoa butter on my skin literally twice a day, every Sorry, day. Sorry, cocoa butter or years. coconut oil? No, 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 cocoa butter. I was talking about oil. No, coconut butter. Cocoa All butter. Right. Sorry, okay. there's no coconut butter. Or maybe there is a butter. I don't know. Not the point. Point is, I have pretty much been abusing my skin for the better part of over a decade and it's only now that I've realized that I was doing that. And so I did what I needed to do. And Nairobi, you're not ready. Because if my skin prospered when I was actively destroying it, now that I'm actually paying attention to it, it's over for all you hoes. So I'm just putting out this public service. Of course, the same per use. H-E-A-U-X-S. So. Thank you. Now that we're all on the same page, keep an eye out. Did a lot of shopping, bought sweaters. And we've talked about this. I've had like two Nairobi sweaters. Never really Any of them. Cable knit? Yes. I have a cable knit dress. Wow. Okay. I think I need to yeah. maybe up my game in that. Yeah. I think I did have a cable I think I did have a cable knit dress. So I'm about to be a Nairobi one. summertime and wintertime fine. So really 2019, you're just, don't let me get contacts. <laughs> That's all I have to say. That's it. Namusa, tell us. How have you been? So, whoa. I know. It's been a lot. Um, so you know that I'm, I never want to do Africa Still Rising because I want to be the bearer of good news and not hard news uh -huh. most of the time. Um, well, since the beginning of 2019, um, I too, so I was in, I spent my holidays in Canada, South Africa, and Zimbabwe and had the most, like the most incredible time Canada was with my friends and family and medical appointments. Uh, South Africa was, uh, I was in one of my best friends. Friends, family, and my doctors. That's, but that generally yeah, is like. No, I mean, that's what yeah. you do when you go home. It's true. Yeah. yeah, and like renewing credit cards. You know, just like. Girl, I got a new one too. Because mine was splitting into two, literally. Like if that ain't a sign I need a sponsor, I don't know what is. Do you know I've officially reached the top level of my credit card bracket? What does that mean? It means I get purchase insurance. 
and travel insurance. Nice. And warranties extended. How much money did that take? Or how many years? We're not talking about that. <laughs> but people how can look years? it up. For... How, many, how many years did that take? Mm, that was based on purchases on my card in t- last year. Okay, so look I at hit, you. I met the threshold. Can you be my sponsor? I'm trying to be my own sponsor. I mean, I'm just saying, if you've got travel insurance and warranty insurance and purchase insurance and all the insurances and your wait, girl's wait got for it, wait for split it. into credit cards, you could help someone out. That's all I'm saying. But you know what the most exciting part is? Oh, God. Does it involve cable knit or loafers or avocados? It could. Okay. There's a concierge service. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you would. It's like you. Yeah. You know how you were like, don't let me get contacts? Don't let I me have get a concierge. concierge. What does that even mean? Meaning I can call and like set up. I can. They can buy me movie tickets. They can set so you, up. You have a, a butler. A, a virtual butler, yeah. They can set up tea times for me. They can tea s- times. Yes, for like golfing. Like you know how you have to I call. Thought, okay, I thought the drink tea like spills tea. No, they can't. Tea. They can set up high teas for you as well. They can set up any activity in the world. What? Yes. Do they set anything up here in Nairobi? I haven't tried, but I'm going to. Again, your humble. Co- That's the things that co-host. they can book tickets for you. They can. Um, send your significant others and loved ones gift baskets on their birthday if you want. November 22nd, half birthday, <laughs> May 22nd. Just let me know. Noted. noted. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's, sorry, that was like the exciting part. We digress. Yes. <laughs> um, and then South Africa was one of um, my best friends. I was in her wedding. We had the most beautiful time. Shout out to Sarah and Sitle. You guys had a beautiful wedding mm-hmm. and you're a beautiful couple. It was also, I didn't go to UCT, but everybody thinks I went to the University of Cape Town because a lot of the people that I love in South Africa mm-hmm. went there and we were all kind of around at the same time. So it was kind of this big UCT reunion at Sarah's wedding. There was many a dance off to Ooh. bad, 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 bad boy. Like there wow. was, yes. Ooh, we threw it back. It was fun times. You make me feel so And everybody good. like looked beautiful. It was black tie. Nice. Good wine. Congrats, guys. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, and then I went to Zimbabwe, which is, I have family from southern Zimbabwe. Um, and I had not been to Zimbabwe in a long time. Um, and obviously right now things are quite difficult in Zimbabwe, which kind of things popped off a few days after I left. Um, but I had such an incredible time in Zimbabwe. I am looking to do more work in Zimbabwe. Um, work, 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 work. People work. were really kind and nice, and I feel like have gotten the raw end of the deal for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, there's something very, 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 very special about Zim. I've heard that from so many different people. People are wonderful, and it's like safe and like green and. And Jack Ronda's in October, which are really pretty. I mean, mm-hmm. we have them here in Nairobi, but like it's, it's extra not the same. Yeah. In, in Harare, yeah. There's not that much traffic. <clears throat> Yeah, there was like fun places to hang out. There was like a lot of really good like outdoor music and concerts. So go to Zim. Maybe wait a week or two or when the Forex regulates. But like Zim's an incredible, incredible place. There was also Vic Falls Carnival, which I also had a lot of friends. I didn't go to, but quite a few friends went to. I had friends who went, yeah. Yeah, and they had a wonderful time. Also went to Afropunk in Joburg. It rained as it does every year, but people looked so fly. Of course. We had such a good time. I think the what I've realized is post my music festival original blues. Mm. I net like VIP is the way to go, and really <laughs> wait for it for the toilets. That is oh, the number oh, yes, one yes, yes. biggest thing yes, that you get yes, from VIP. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nothing to do with like and maybe coverage in South Africa because it was raining. Yeah, you toilets, like it? I love it. Clean toilets, like yeah, and also at a festival you're there for hours and hours and hours. That's and a good tip. Like, yeah. See, Namusa's providing y'all life hacks out here. VIP for festivals. Worth, you don't want worth the every cent. Potties. Yeah. It's not worth that. No. Okay. So, yeah. So then I came back mid-Jan, which was also wonderful. And I remember you and I were talking. We're like, yes. Like, January 29th. We're halfway through it. Woo! This is going to be the shortest January ever. Which it still kind of is, but there was a little rough patch. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a rough patch. Yeah. Um, until, so, on Tuesday, January 15th, mm-hmm. um, I got a call from a friend, um, and I thought she was calling about something that was work-related, um, and then she sent me a message being like, hey, uh, just let me know that you're okay. Are you at home? And I was like, this is weird. I was also, had a huge work presentation that day. We were going through, um, 
some yeah some like big agricultural reforms and communication and advocacy stuff and people had flown in from all over across the continent for this to happen so like big kind of kickoff to the year from a professional mm. angle and I just kept getting like message after message after message and so like trying to present and yeah. moderate but it's increasingly until the point where we stop and um it's like discuss like what's happening mm-hmm. um and so what was happening which we now know is that there were um terrorist attacks uh, at Dusit hotel um, which is the wider complex is called 14 riverside um which is fair without giving away where we live very close to where you <laughs> and i both live um and yeah unfortunately people uh i think they the last count was 21 or 22, uh, were killed either through explosives or they were shot. Um, and then kind of the trauma that goes with, uh, so the people that weren't killed, there was a lot of people that were stuck inside for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and were tweeting like, if I die, please let my family know that I love them. Um, and just kind of some really, it really shook, or it has shaken a lot of us. Yeah. Um, a lot of the funerals happen have since happened. Um, I went to uh, a friend of ours, Jason um, Spindler, was one of the people who was killed. Uh, so we had his memorial, and then the next day I went to a funeral for six um, guys, so young tech guys who uh, worked for a company called Cellulant, um, who were also killed. Yeah. And it was, I think, yeah, of the most heartbreaking things I've ever experienced. Um, just because, like, grieving is such a funny beast, um, and it comes in the small moments. And it's, for me, yeah, for me it comes in the small moments, and um, everything from, like, hey, like, how can I leave my house and feel safe? And I think people, like, Nairobi is, if you look statistically, like, very safe. Um <clears throat> And like you're more likely to get sh- killed in an American school in a shooting, um, or in a road accident, or like there's so many other ways. Um, but it like the last terrorist attack in Nairobi happened five years ago, I think it was at Westgate. Mm-hmm. Um, and just I don't think anybody saw this coming. Um, I don't say anybody, but I think very few people, kind of in the general public, saw this coming, and that really shakes. Yeah, you're grieving. So it's like loss of people and then also loss of feeling safe. Um, I, however, would say that I think it is still very safe to come to Nairobi. Um, The response was much quicker this time in terms of like the security response. Um, So they definitely, like the security forces have learned what to do and how to like manage like crowd control. there was like whole, which I found really interesting, like digital media support lines. So like how people were communicating with people inside has also improved. There's been a lot of um, complimentary counseling services and mental health services, which was not something that was openly available after Westgate. There's been public grieving. So kind of these like, uh, I don't know, mass funerals is not the right word, but like, uh, yeah, like big public, com- public yeah, yeah, which didn't necessarily happen in the same way. Um, so I want to think that like things are getting better in terms of how yeah. the response is, um, but it yeah it it's just, it was just a very 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 hard time and I think a lot of people are still walking through that and there's mm-hmm. good moments and not so good moments yeah um, and it really is like everybody has been affected in one way or the other um, and I think the sadness for me was in. The, like the loss of potential mm-hmm. um, and also that it really 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 could have been any of us like I can't tell you how many times I've worked there um, I know you've been there a lot whether oh, that's yeah. either for like like dinners or during the day or for coffees mm-hmm. um, yeah and then kind of your rational brain goes to a place of like okay well what would um, drive somebody to like is it isolation? Like, there's many factors, but, like, what drives people to commit that? Mm-hmm. Um, and also that, from what is being reported, uh, is that those folks were from within Kenya, who were radicalized within Kenya. And so, like, that's also a new dynamic of how terrorism has changed or is changing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it just, yeah, it's a lot. It was, I was like a shell of a human earlier yeah. this week. And I feel like this is the first time I've talked about this and like not been essentially in tears. Um, yeah. So processing and grieving and moving on and getting mental health support and like trying to feel safe. Um, so I guess all of that to say that like my, yeah, just kind of a special shout out and love to the families and friends um, and yeah. everybody who lost somebody um, and give yourself the time and space to I think be in community or be alone if you need to be get access to mental health supports um, I, I really strongly believe like the way to things getting better and to reducing terrorism is like the opposite of isolation um, and when all of this was happening a really good friend sent me a message saying um, that love comes more naturally to people than hate and so focusing on that and I am focusing on that and I believe it um, so how can we be, how can we pull together? How can we be more loving um, of each other, both on like an individual level, but also as like nations and countries and across religions and mm-hmm. socioeconomic status? Like it's, we, yeah, it's our responsibility to, to fix this. Yeah, it's been a really tough few weeks. Um, yeah, it's, I, I was in the office, so I wasn't at home. And I found out because my colleague was on Twitter. And so she found out on Twitter and then told, she said, hey, apparently there's shooting at 14 Riverside. And I'm like, what are you talking, what? And so then it becomes like the whole day then is about checking on your friends yeah, and like course. WhatsApp is like, there's videos and there's yeah. photos and there's, and there's so much stuff that I, and I've actually, since I've deleted every single thing yeah, in, my, in my WhatsApp that had anything to do with it. I didn't want to see the New York Times photos. Yep. I didn't want to see the videos. I didn't want to see any of that stuff. And I didn't want it in my phone. Also, like there was the culture of like people trying to share information first, as opposed to thinking about what, like not sharing people's location, sharing phone numbers that are yeah. not correct. It's like, guys, th- this is not, this is not a meme. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. This is, this is the... Difference between life or death for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, you can't share phone numbers that you're not like. And apparently, one of them wasn't real, so we have no yeah. idea what number that was and who they got yeah. and who it was helping. Or so it was. It was just a really. And I remember I just had this like headache in the middle of my head from Tuesday to Saturday that would not leave. And I found out, and I had two friends whose husbands were working there. I had another friend who was actually there earlier in the day to meet two of the people that ended up dying. And of course, Jason, I didn't know Jason very well, but Nairobi is small mm-hmm. and we work in a similar space and his colleagues have helped my colleagues and myself and our organization so many times. And, you know, I had enough conversations with him to know that he liked climbing yeah, and he liked salsa dancing. Yeah. So like, he's not a stranger to me either. It, so it was, and even my roommate, for example, who has absolutely nothing to do with the work world that yeah. him and I were a part of or are a part of, knew who he was or yeah. like saw him around. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah of course. I, I, you know, so it's just... It was a very eerie feeling, like seeing a place that you know very well as a place to check in on in Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? It, it was just, and yeah, it was a really, I, I didn't sleep very well that week. I was trying to be supportive to my friends because I, I think I have the benefit of, I don't have people in my immediate circle that mm-hmm. died, but I have people in my immediate circle who lost someone that they care about. Yeah. So for me, it was about trying to show up for them when possible in the way that worked best for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just, and also like you're at work and things don't make sense. Yeah. And and then in the moment I'm in the office and you have to go into manager mode, like you have colleagues. Yeah, so now yeah, you yeah. have to say, okay, you go home, text me when you go yeah, home, yeah. do this, do that. Because you know, you don't know if it's coordinated, you don't know if there's yeah, other yeah. things. Yep. You know, and so, and then the days after, of course, not people don't go out as much. And, you know, we always joke, like, you know, people in Nairobi get hardship pay. And that's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, it's not that bad. And then that happens and you're like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. There's a, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, you But just, I guess people don't get hardship pay in New York or in Boston or... And things happen there too. Yeah. So it was just, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different takes or, like, ways this conversation could go. Um, but, yeah, honestly, like, and I'm trying so hard not to read the different, mm-hmm. like... I saw one on Twitter today, which was the wife of someone mm-hmm. who died. Um, and they'd only been married for, I think, six months. Yep. And so she 
wrote a message to him and it was so beautiful and just like it's heartbreaking how like you know their love it was just and that's the type of thing i i'm really really sensitive to to people's pain mm -hmm. like i really it, not that i feel it as my own but it's just it can really consume me if i'm not too yeah. careful um and so yeah i had to not be on social media for a little bit and also like all my work whatsapp groups talk about it so yeah. there was really no way to to get some time um but yeah it's not going to be a normal year for a lot of people mm -hmm. that i care about which really saddens me because so many of us were so excited about 2019 yeah. and then this happens just a few weeks in and then things just get redirected um so i'm trying my best to find the bright spots and really what comes what this comes back to is something that I felt after my family vacation last year, which, well, we talked about it, but we never published it, but which is granular gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so literally being thankful for every single thing. The fact that I woke up today, the fact that, you know, I had food in my fridge, yep. the fact that I have a job, even though there's a lot going on, the fact that I have people, hot water, hot water, electricity, Internet, even though Zuku, y'all doing the most, but at least you're there. Especially most, playing this early 2019. Like, but at least you're there most of the time. Fine, I'll be grateful. Granular <laughs> gratitude, new year, new me. Like, you know, I'm trying really hard. Like, the fact that I got to work okay, and that I'm at work okay, and that I got home from work okay, and that, you know, I have a phone that allows me to talk to people, yeah. that I have my limbs, that I can walk, yeah. that I can think for myself, that I can communicate with people. There's a lot that I do have, and there's a lot that a lot of us have. Um, and of course, there's things that we do lack, of course, you know, at different degrees. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think for me, what helped in the last, in ever since the 15th, is, is that concept mm -hmm. of granular gratitude. Yep. Um, but I also know that I guess I have the quote-unquote benefit of not necessarily being immediately impacted. You know, if you knew Jason well, or if you mm -hmm. knew the Cellulant guys well, or if you knew the Adam Smith guys yeah, well, or the if you Ducet knew folks. the Ducet folks, if you knew, you know, the the Army, yeah, like if or any of the people whose names have not been released, yeah. if you knew any of those people, perhaps that's a concept that's a little harder to grasp because yeah. you're just in so much pain. So I understand. And grief. And cycles yeah. of grief, right? So I understand that I have a little bit more privilege there, but I can say that. Um, but that's, I think, what's helped... Yeah, and also just realizing that none of this is guaranteed. And that was something that I learned last year in like having faith, but also understanding that I'm not entitled. Mm -hmm. So I have faith that things will be okay, but I also fully understand that I'm not special. Yeah. So if something does happen, yeah. I, who am I to... We're all the rule, not the exception. Exactly. So who am I to say that, you know, I don't deserve this or da-da-da-da? Like, I don't know. It's just nothing is guaranteed. And we walk around, especially if you're on the younger end of our listenership, you know, you walk around with a bit of confidence. Yeah. You have your health, you, you know, for the most part, depending. And you just walk around, you go to the club, you go to this place, you go to that place. And you don't really think about these things. And then this reminds you, you know, if you want, like, none of it, yeah, not, nothing is guaranteed. If you want something, you have to go for it. If you... If you got to tell people how you feel about them, you know, call your family, mm -hmm. call your friends, you know, make sure folks are okay, make sure you're okay. Um, depending on what you believe, you only get one life. Mm -hmm. So, and there's a lot of promise, you know, unfulfilled yeah. from those folks who, yep. who died, unfortunately. And it's, and you knew in the case of some of them, like I knew what they were looking forward to. And it's just hard to know that that won't be happening for them mm -hmm. anymore. Um, that so, doesn't yeah, mean it doesn't live on in other people, though. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's been hard. It's definitely been, it's been tough. And I'm sure there's, I know there's folks like yourself who've lived through Westgate and now this. Actually, wasn't here for Westgate. Oh, you weren't? Oh, I just no. assumed, like, because you were here I had for left six a few years. days prior. Ah, uh, okay. But I, I had gone to Canada for a little bit, uh, and I woke up because the time was randomly at four in the morning, and right. then I started to get messages. And mm -hmm. so then it was even... That also, that like trying to communicate with, mm -hmm. hey, where are you? Right. Um, but across time differences. But yeah, it's. And yeah, and, and recognizing that people are still triggered from Westgate. Yeah. And other experiences. And there right? are people like, who do not go to Westgate still. Yeah, yeah. And whenever Ducid reopens or if it reopens, yeah. I'm sure there will be people who will not go there as well. Mm -hmm. um, and also all the people. Yeah. And one of the things like we, we've talked about it a lot is like, the folks who were killed, but there's also a lot of people walking around who were in it 
Yeah. And, and we, more, we have yeah. people that were like, yeah. I can speak for myself that I'm very close to, yeah. that I was very conscious of like, how can, so I had people stay with me um, or like ensure that there were situations where they could feel in community and home because it's terrifying. And it like psychologically can really make you struggle. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I, that was also one of the beautiful things that I saw that a lot of people around community came together, not just around people who were killed, but also right. around people who mm-hmm. were involved. Um, yeah. I know folks who weren't evacuated until 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of folks who have offered office space, you know, because yeah. a lot of people can't get back to their workstations anymore. Um, I also had a lot of friends who moved from Nairobi in the last year. Yeah. And it was interesting to see it through them also because... So the, out, the, the folks outside of Nairobi. Yeah, so folks who lived here are our friends and then have since moved. And yeah. I have a lot of friends actually who have moved in the last six months. And so trying to be there for them because they're also upset yeah. and because they're not here. Yeah. And they also know so many people. Um, and they're trying to, you know, they're in one case like in grad school and nobody at their school gets it. Yeah. So she's, they're talking about like parties and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and assignments. And yeah. she's like, guys, like, yeah, I like this is, I lived in this city. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and to other people, it's just like, oh, you know, Africa or like, oh, it's just Kenya. You know what I mean? But to a lot of folks, this is a place that people actually know and recognize. Yeah. And you don't have, and maybe not everybody has that lens when they see the news. And I, I mean, I get it. Like anytime you hear Yemen or Syria, yeah. like you, you know, you at some point you have to zip yourself up because, because there's, you won't there's be able to a continue lot, to exist. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on. And yes, you haven't been to a lot of places, but I don't know. I guess it's just, I don't know. It's hard because the world is on fire. And if you focus on the fire, you, you won't get out of bed. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you're one of those people that cares about these things, you, it will just be too much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it's something that it will reverberate, I think, slowly and in different places through different social circles, through different families, communities, you know, for the foreseeable future. Um, look for the helpers. Yeah. Which is just really unfortunate. Um, but on a lighter note, shout out to all the men who checked in on me to make sure I was safe. (laughs) You're ridiculous. And I'm glad I'm in a better emotional place now that I can laugh about this. But it's true. Because I was not there earlier. We see you, player. We see you. <laughs> That's like the hope all is well DM. I got phone calls, fam. I was like, oh, okay. So about that date. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, your efforts were not unnoticed. Were there people that you assumed that would call that or that would reach out to you, whether like DM slider or not, that didn't? I don't think I expected anyone necessarily to okay. check in on me. Um, yeah, like, similar to like the entitlement like feeling. Like, yeah. I think most people know that we are in those spaces a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I was, I wasn't surprised by anybody who didn't reach out or I wasn't annoyed that certain people didn't reach yeah. out. I definitely got out in front of it. I sent a, a text to my parents. I did the same thing I was too. like, I'm okay. Just like, you know, I'm okay. But the thing is I told them the day before that I had a sore throat. So they're just like, oh. <laughs> Not the same thing. So they thought I was talking about that. And Until so they saw the news, right? It was the no, number one news story. No, no, no. And then I FaceTimed them from the office. I'm like, just letting you know I'm okay. And they're like, oh, great. You know, we're at lunch right now. <laughs> Call you back. I was like, okay, have a great day. They're still thinking I'm talking about my sore throat. <laughs> Text them at like 9 p.m. Just a reminder, I'm, I'm okay. Still... <laughs> and then my dad says, are you talking about your sore throat? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh. so my dad texts me back. I've, I have now checked the internet and I have seen what has happened in Nairobi. And then I get a phone call, which I missed because I was away from my phone. And then I see it like a few minutes later and then I call them back. And then my mother's like, you see, I was trying to tell you. She's not talking about her sore throat. She's trying to tell you something is wrong, but she's okay. Parents are amazing. You know, so, and then my friends are like, why did you just tell them? I was like, because I didn't want the words terrorist attack to leave my, or be in yeah, my yeah. phone. In te- yeah, I was, yeah, no, no, no. Our parents are already stressed out enough. Yeah. This is hard for them. Us yes. living our lives mm-hmm. away from home in this far, like two flights mm-hmm. away more. Sometimes like mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know. Um, and the important thing is that they yeah. knew that sore throat and terrorist attack that you were okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay. Yeah. And I posted it on Facebook because at that point I wasn't, a- you weren't able to do the check-in. Yeah. So I wanted to get out in front of it because obviously yeah. all my friends know. I we all got care. 3 million messages. Yeah, and that was also really heartwarming, you know? And maybe that, so for me, it wasn't the noticing of the messages I didn't receive. I noticed a lot of the ones that I did receive from people that I haven't seen in ages, people I haven't talked to. And I generally, 
really keep in touch with people at different stages of my life, whether it was like we were at a hostel in Nicaragua in 2013. Of course you were. Yep. Or we went to Mix and Vix, the clubs, you know, that had the twin <laughs> Congolese DJs in Beijing. You know, I didn't even know that was a thing. 2008 and 2009. Oh my God, my best night out in college took me to my junior spring semester abroad in Beijing. It was the best. Amazing. I know. Life is expensive. But anyhow, the point is that there are so many people from so many different places that I haven't, and that's actually one of my goals for 2019 is that my Nairobi life has won out a bit in terms of who receives my attention. Yeah. And I need to be better about reconnecting with a lot of the people that were there for me at different stages. Yeah. Um, and that's one of my kind of new year, new me resolutions is getting back to what I used to be able to do quite well, which is keep in touch with everyone, maybe not everyone, but a decent amount of people on a regular basis. Does that bring you good feelings? Yeah, no, I mean, I know there's people that are pregnant, that are engaged, that are, you know, having babies, that are, you know, obviously Skype is not going to be the easiest because it's not a guarantee, but people are busy and whatever. But, you know, sending an email, just be like, hey, this is kind of it. Uh, But it's hard, though, because I think one of the reasons I didn't do it is because how do you explain four years of a journey in an email? Hey, you haven't heard me from me. Yeah, I don't know. Listen to episodes one through 20. Like, that basically will sum it up. (laughs) And I know you don't, have, you don't have like 18 hours to spare. So anyway. Um, or do you? Or maybe you do while you're it's the whole net, it's the, That's the whole Netflix concept, yeah. right? So yeah, it's been, yeah. Anyway, re, trying to reconnect with people. That's um, part yeah, of your 2019. That's part of, yeah. Should we move into yeah. that? What are you? Yes, let's, let's do it. Tell me, what are you excited about for 2019? What's your word, one? Oh, yes. Because we always have a word. We have a word. And by always, I mean this is the second year we've had third. a word. Third. Whoa. Third. Wow. Third year's a charm. We've been doing this. We have. So 2017, my word was joy. Yeah. 2018, my word was passion. Yeah. Passion. Sorry. Not to be confused with hotation like you so rudely suggested. <laughs> and then... Um, Ho-H-E-A-U-X. <laughs> Focus. And then this year's word, 2019, drum roll, please. <laughs> Luxury. Ooh. Yes. That's a great word. It is a wonderful word. And it's not, uh, and people might be like, really? Like, girl, we see your Instagram. <laughs> what more luxury do you need? You fine. <laughs> but that's not actually what it's about. I mean, don't get me wrong. I will not sneeze at any luxurious thing that comes my way. But for me, luxury means two things. One, like, obviously, like, yes, nice things, great. But to like to luxuriate, to like revel, to enjoy. Is that a verb? Yes. Wow. Don't ever say do nothing for you. Uh, to luxuriate, to revel, to bask, to enjoy, to delight in. Like I really want. That's a word. I want to really fully enjoy things. Um, and for me, luxury also is taking care of myself. Yeah. Like luxury in the last few, like in the last month of what I have done over the holiday break and then coming back to Nairobi. What luxury means to me is actually getting me to a place that other people have been at for a very long time. Got you. One of my realizations of last year is that I have a very high tolerance for discomfort. Very high. Like, I don't know where it comes from. I'm not sure why necessarily. Like, maybe it's just being a black woman and you just have to do stuff. I don't know. But the point is, I can do a lot with Mm -hmm. very little. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that anymore. I've always been no fuss low maintenance yeah. because I think society said that was the good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to bother Piety. people. Da, 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 da. And you know, I've decided 2019, it's time for a little fuss. Good for you. There's going to be some fuss this year. It's not always going to be easy. Yes. And ask for what you want. Yeah. And so like even, and again, like these are little things that normal people do that I just haven't done because I don't think about it or I'm like, ah, I'll do it later or it's not that important. So like specifically for, confidence of we- mediocre white men stop this <laughs> so am i wrong so like for example i bought spotify premium yes like, me too i know you're actually my inspiration when you text i'm like you know what i have all these playlists that i spend so much time mm-hmm. why don't why and yeah. my life is like exponentially that, better that one thing has completely changed my mood mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm i'm sure my roommates much to their annoyance like with chagrin i know my, i'm singing all the time now but like literally and that seems like not a luxurious thing but for me it's like oh i don't want to spend too much money like you know that's a monthly cause da, da, da. like just buy the damn pro- just listen to your music <laughs> and enjoy it like you've put it together just listen you know i have a robe that i brought with me wow from, my, from the house that i have in my from my parents house that i just never had here can you imagine what it's like walking around my room now house shower <laughs> amazing <laughs> Like, I'm going to buy a mattress pad because I'm spending a third of my day on a I, good day. I did send you that I link. Know. So finally. I've been on that together. for years. 
skin products. Yes. I bought the clothes. Like, I never had my winter wardrobe here. Like, I literally, like, I had to get it, like, my, a friend of mine was coming to visit her boyfriend. Yeah. Or now she's my friend. But before, she was just the girlfriend of my friend. <laughs> but the point is, she came and she she literally brought, she brought a suitcase of, like, the few things that my parents could find. Oh, that's really... In exchange for my dad driving her to the airport. And that's so really sweet. So I literally had, like, two sweaters. And we've talked about this. Yeah. And I'm like, just bring one was cable knit. I remember one was cable. Just bring your damn winter clothes. Yeah. it's not that complicated. If you have to take it back to you or with you yep. for the holidays, and it, that's fine. Yeah, like winter cl- clothes are meant to be worn. Just bring your clothes. Like it yeah. doesn't. You don't have to. Just it's okay. Yeah. Um. But no, like the word luxury has manifested in a lot of different ways that I don't think people would expect when they hear the term luxury because it's not yep. about like opulence or over the top like it's literally like it has brought me to the level where all y'all have been forever (laughs) like like enjoying yeah and so that that is what and i think outside of luxury like for me i've had this feeling since last year and i really do believe this 2019 for me is a it's two things one it's a year of knowing better and doing better Mm -hmm. and then two it's the fruit of the last four years. Of the labor. In Ni- of Nairobi. The seeds. It's the fruit of everything that I've learned in Nairobi so far. And it's the fruit of the journey that led me to Kenya in the first place. Yes. I've felt that since late last year. I feel it now. And that, I think, is what continues my optimism for the year. Despite yeah. the fact that all around me, there is actually like an unfortunate amount of pain. Yeah. But that, to me, is something that I really do feel. Um, and, it's, and it's expressed itself in a lot of different ways. Like... You know, whether it's washing my face for 60 minutes or 60 seconds now, because you're supposed to. I didn't know that. Literally, I washed it for like 15 seconds. And I was like, okay, done. Cocoa butter. Bye. <laughs> now it's like a 16 se- 60 second routine. Like One Mississippi, doing all this, two Mississippi, You know what three, I mean? Actually, you know what the trick four. is? Which Nubia and Nardos have both put me on to. You have to sing the Fresh Prince theme song. That's 60 seconds. How fast do you sing, though? I mean, honestly, like I'm luxuriating because now I got Spotify Premium. I've got all the time. Do you have it on like play? Like, you're like, like and go. Like, oh, that's been three minutes because that's a Cardi B song. But <laughs> fine, can't exfoliate enough. Skirt, 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 skirt. That would be a great exfoliation product name. Yeah, there you go. Skirt, skirt, uh, skirt, skirt. The uh, oils away. Neutrogena. You're welcome. Um, what else? Yeah, that's basically. I forgot the point that I was trying to make, but essentially, luxury is your word. Luxury is the word, knowing better and doing better. And also like stretching before I go to bed and stretching in the morning and like taking my vitamins. Like I've done that consistently for the longest period of time that I can ever remember. Yeah. And that's all a It makes such a big difference though. Vitamin taking, woo! So B12 and vitamin C, change your life. That is, that's it. It's luxury. It's knowing better. It's doing better. It's enjoying. Um, And it's, yeah, it's just knowing that this is the result. Like this year is the result of the work yep. of all the last four years, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready for my blessings, the ones that I cannot fathom and the ones that I cannot see. Bring them. Okay. And you, what's your 2019 word? So it actually stems from the word joy. Okay. But my word for, and it was really interesting because when I was in South Africa on New Year's morning, there was a group of friends that uh, rented this beautiful place and we had this like really beautiful um, New Year's Day breakfast, like leisurely breakfast. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking like four hour breakfast. Mm -hmm. Um, And we all went around the table. I think there was like 15 of us maybe Mm -hmm. and said what our New Year's, our words were and our New Year's resolutions Mm -hmm. were. Um, And so this is where it comes from. Okay. Um, And I had been kind of, I'd been thinking about it obviously ahead of time, but abundance. All right. Yes. Old Faithful. That's a good one. It is. And like in the Bible, <laughs> you know, I, probably in many other religious texts. and non-religious texts. I'm uh, sure it's in a Cardi B song somewhere. Stop. <laughs> but I think it is, right? Like. I'm living my, yeah, best life. Probably Celine Dion. Like. What? <laughs> okay. I'm sure there's many. If we Googled <laughs> lyrics. Well, now you have Spotify, so you can look up Abundance and see all the songs that, from the lyrics. That's true. Um, but what I'm really... And I think in a similar spirit to what you were talking about mm-hmm. in terms of like last year was such, 2018 was such a hard year for me. And I know we kind of say this about every year, <laughs> but within the first the first quarter, because I'm a management consultant and this is how I think. Stop this. I had two like near death experiences, mm. very random, but like 
it was a lot. And yeah. then, like, heartbreak or dealing with the aftermath of heartbreak, um, renegotiating real. boundaries with friends. Like, there was a, there was a, it was a lot of work that I put into last year. I made big decisions around my professional life. Um, and so I feel like this is, like, abundance around reaping the fruits. That doesn't mean, and when you're reaping the fruits of your labor or of your efforts, that doesn't mean that you stop planting, yeah. right? So it's the agricultural person in me, right? But it's mm-hmm. it's getting, it's continuing to plant um, in a way that is like planting smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do I want to smart agriculture? Yeah, that's a real thing. That is a real thing. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, yeah, where do I want to? The big thing for me connected to abundance is I recognize like where I invest my time. Our time, and you actually said this to me that our time and energy is finite. Um, and so investing that accordingly. Yeah. And, so, and so thinking about things like, if I get involved in thing X, it is, is it taking away? It will be taking away. It's not like, do I want to get involved yeah. in thing X? It's like, yeah. will that take away time from the people that I really want to be investing in? And if I can't answer that it's not going to take away time, mm-hmm. we're going to add value to my other relationships with people, then like, frankly, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. But it's the process of asking myself that question. Right. Um, and so, yeah, the big thing is like reaping the rewards and a lot, a lot of hard heart work and brain work and emotional work and spiritual work um, and just being able to receive. And that's something that I have historically struggled with, like receiving. I think I'm a pretty good giver, but receiving has sometimes been difficult. Yeah. Um, and so that's something that I'm working on. Um and I think the big thing connected to abundance and my very good friend, Sarah, who got married and her maid of honor, who's also a very good friend of mine, Chenge, um, in our conversations, we are constantly talking about how to love people extravagantly mm-hmm. and not just love people, but like love, mm-hmm. the importance of extravagant love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I'm really looking forward to continuing to do and like upping in the way that... Um, yeah, there's just, a, I think that's what changes the world when you like love people. And, and the other thing is like, I know myself well enough to know I can't love people at 50%, but I also mm-hmm. can't love seven plus billion people at a hundred percent. Right. So being very clear and very specific on who I'm going to love extravagantly. Yeah. But if I love, let's say 10 people extravagantly mm-hmm. and you love another 10 people extravagantly yeah. and other people like... It's about kind of that ripple effect of being, of giving love yeah. extravagantly and then receiving love extravagantly. Um, and it sounds kind of hokey, but like, for me, that's like the stuff that's transformed my life. It's just being loved unconditionally and extravagantly and like wanting to be a better version of myself and pouring into other people in the ways that they needed it. Um, so yeah, so loving extravagantly or abundantly. So receiving, but also yeah. giving. So it might be hokey, but that's fine because it's actually very similar to what Mother Teresa said, which is actually one of my favorite quotes. Mm. And she said, do what's in front of you. Yeah. And I think for me, that's what helps because if you see Yemen, you see Syria, yeah. you see Dusit, you see, it's just, to, you can't fix it all. Yeah. You don't have the money. You're not in the think tank. You're not in the lobbying firm. Yeah. You don't have, you're not the one with yeah. the military contracts. Like, and even you, if you are, you're one person within know, a much broader ecosystem, like right? You can't fix everything, yeah. but what you can do is do what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And that is that is a quote that has sustained me ever mm-hmm. since I've heard it because that helps when you realize, when you understand that you can't do it all, but you can do the little bit that, mm-hmm. you, that you can. And that's really all that any of us, and I say this to people all the time, whether it's, you know, about dating or whether it's about, you know, talking to my colleagues about things. I'm like, all you owe the world is integrity. Yeah. Like, that's really it. <laughs> you know, just, just be, just don't be an asshole. <laughs> you know, like that's, like, and maybe that's the bar, like, maybe that's a, a yeah. low bar, but like, don't do that. And then, cause not everybody can love people extravagantly. Like yeah. a lot of folks don't have that in them. And that's yeah. not a thing that a lot of people have. And also a lot of people's cups aren't full to yeah. do that. So, you know, do what you can do. Yeah. You know, if you know that you're not in the space to be able to check in on every single person, you know, yeah. then don't. Yep. Yeah. But if you know if, that you yeah. can do one thing, do or that. Or if you can love one, you can start to love one person extravagantly. Yeah. What, yeah, wherever, I like that. Like, start with where you are with what you have is yeah. another way to say it. Um, 
I hear you. So to luxury and abundance. I can't. You just nodded, which I really appreciated. Oh. Like the upward head nod. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited to look back at this episode and be like, think of like when we do a recap at the yeah, end of 2019 and be oh like, my gosh. in what, which were the ways, actually, and like, I'll put a call out to our listeners, like, what are, one, what are your words for 2019? Yes. Um, and then maybe, yeah, what are some of the ways that you would like to experience your words? Yeah. For 2019. I, I really am... I remember I said this actually for the beginning of 2017. I was like, I don't know about, like, it's going to be a rough year for the world, but I feel good about the year for my friends <laughs> and the people I know. And I guess in a way that will never change because the world will always, yeah. unfortunately, be on fire. Um, Look for the helpers. Mr. Rogers said Yes. That. I haven't seen that documentary yet. I really want to. It might be put me in my feelings, though, and, you know, me and feelings at the moment. <laughs> and not in the kiki way. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, I see what you did I know, there. it was so quick, you almost... I almost missed it! High five. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, but yes, to 2019, to luxury, to abundance, to whatever your words may be for the next, um, I guess, however many months we have left. Insert champagne pop noise. Pop! Clink! Clink! Ching ching, guys! Um, We'd love to hear from you. So you can slide into our DMs at Africana, A-F-R-A-C-A-N-A-H, on both Twitter and the gram. Um, Or you can find us on Facebook at Africana Podcast. Or you can just send us an email um, at askafricana at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Tell us about how your holidays were. More importantly, tell us about what you're looking forward to in 2019, what's your word. Um, And if you have any suggestions about what you'd like to hear in 2019, we're doing scripting, or sorry, season planning shortly. So if there's guests that you would really like on or topics that you would really like covered, we know that we owe you a mental health episode, but outside of that, if there's other things that you want, let us know. There's also, we saw one of your emails and we saw that you recommended a guest. We will get back to you. We have seen your email, we're sorry, but thank you. We do read your emails, we promise. We read all the emails. Yeah. And can I can I just shout out a specific person on Twitter? Sure. So somebody and I you responded on behalf of the podcast, which I really appreciate. Okay. Uh, somebody was like, please don't do this. Please don't go on hiatus again and like give us this level of the listeners this level of stress. Yeah. And we have promised that we won't. Yes. Well, no new year new us. <laughs> Slash old us. Yes. Whichever, yeah. Whatever floats our boats. I'm not sure what it is at the moment. But, yeah, so we're excited for the year. There's a lot of good content coming your way. And whatever your word is, we hope that you achieve it. Um, kind regards. Stop. All the best Moist. in 2019. Stop Moist. it. Uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Anyways. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>